What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. As always, I'm Ethan. That's Nick. Hello. Uh, how has your life been, dude? Honestly, this past week has been pretty boring. Yeah. Um, been really bad weather around here, so it's not like we could even go outside and oh. enjoy it. So it's it's kind of been just getting up, laying on the couch, deciding what I want to watch today. Picking a movie to watch that night and then watching it and going to bed. Yeah. That's basically been my life for the past few days. And it's been uh, been kind of boring. Yeah, we were talking, I think the last two weeks we talked about how great the weather's been. And then now this week we just got shit on. Yeah, last, big, last big week. time. Like the sun finally came out today. Yeah, but it rained all morning for me yep. here. <laughs> it's been raining for the past like five days straight. Yeah, I had to leave my house for the first time in two days. And it was raining when I left, so. Nice. Oh, well. My week's but, uh, been about the same. Uh, wake up. I, I've been going to bed. Like, my normal time, I usually go to bed at, like, 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. But the past couple days, I've woken up at, like, 11, p- 11 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, just, <laughs> just that, sleeping that, straight through. That was me at the beginning of all this. Um, I've actually been better at setting alarms so I can wake up. But, again, like, I wake up, have nothing to do. So, it's yeah, like, I mean, why, why am I, like, waking there's, up? There's like, no routine, yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm waking up just to make sure, like, my body just doesn't die. Like, just, yeah. like, just go out of shape. So, so I'll, yeah, I'll wake up and hang out for <laughs> pretty much the majority of the day. Like, either, like, watch something or play a movie the show or just do something boring. Yep. Um, wait for wait for Tiff to come home. We eat dinner, and then we've been playing uh, The Last of Us Part Two together. She watches me play um, every night. And then, so we're, we're almost done with that. So after that, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to yeah. do. Yeah. I've gotten into a pretty good routine where I wake up and do do my workout and then watch Prices Right. Usually, mm. I by the time my workout's done, I turn it on just in time for the two showcase, the showcase Ooh. showdown. So I watch the showcase showdown and then uh, listen to a little bit of the news and then usually uh, start my day there. So usually my day doesn't start until around noon. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. If, outside of the routine, but. I, I gotta start finding a new routine, man. It's starting to get really boring. Yeah, there's gonna there's gonna be something. I gotta I gotta do something because like, I sent uh, I sent Tiff a meme the other day, and it's a little raccoon holding a um, one like the Christmas tree brownies for like like yeah. little Debbie's Christmas, and it says uh, and the top of it's like, I gotta live healthier, and then me at two a.m. and it's the little raccoon running away with the Christmas tree brownies. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what I do, <laughs> like. I gotta find something like I, I haven't been snacking as much at night mainly because I didn't buy snacks the last time we went grocery shopping for that reason because I didn't want to be eating Oreos at one o'clock in the morning. So, but yeah, I gotta find I find I find a routine where it's get up, do something in the morning, and then like take Bronco for a, a, a WALK. I'm not gonna say because he's sitting right next to me and he'll freak out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, then just hanging out. Like I said, I've been playing The Last of Us, which has now become the Last Jedi of video games. Really? Yeah. People either people either really love it or people really really fucking despise it. I don't know. As a non PlayStation haver, I'm pretty jealous that everyone's getting to play because it looks phenomenal. It's, and I've heard dude. I've heard nothing but great things on Twitter. That's also probably because like probably because <laughs> probably I don't dive deep into it. I see like yeah. the, pop, the popular people talking I'm, about it. Yeah, I'm definitely more involved in like video game Twitter than you are. Yeah. And the discourse behind it, man, it's just insane. I, I think it's ridiculous how much hate it gets. Like, just like I think it's ridiculous how much hate the Last Jedi gets. Yeah. But 
that's just me. I, I fucking love it. I think it's phenomenal. Tiff likes it a lot. I think she would even say that she loves it because she likes enjoying, enjoying, she enjoys watching me play it. Yeah. I mean, she sent me a Snapchat the other night. It was when you were uh, in like I think it was in the office spaces or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you were you were freaking out. It looks it looks it looks like it's a it's a yeah, fun game. It's intense as fuck. So I don't know. Maybe if I get PS Five, maybe I'll have to get both The Last of Us uh, One and Two and yeah. try them out. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I still haven't uh, come any closer on a decision on which I want Xbox Series X or PS Five. Neither, dude. It, it, I'm just waiting for the price. And uh, I know Microsoft has a. Uh, a showcase later this month to showcase like more details on the Series X and stuff like that. So I'll watch is that. that. When, is that when you think price will come out? I the, think so. I think that's because it's July, so that they're hopefully releasing it in November. So that's what five, four months away. So yeah. I hope so. I need to start like putting money aside specifically for that if they announce the price. I don't know, man. I I, I don't know. I'm a part of me is leaning PS5 just for a change. Yeah. But also like. Xbox, will, I'll still be able to play all my same games. And exactly. Like so I, yeah. I, I really don't know. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be the toughest one. Like, it wasn't that tough for me to go from Xbox 360 to Xbox One. And the thing that sold us was Master Chief Collection. Yep. And we never really played it until like a couple months ago. Yeah. And I really played Halo, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. That's for sure. Yeah. You want to speak about tough? How about your uh, your boy Cam Newton? Bro, I don't even want to talk about it. Like, it, it hurts my soul. Like, it hurts my soul so much that we basically, every, everyone knew it was going to happen, but I was still in denial. Cause, like, it's, it, it's one of those things where, like, it's a rumor, and you're like, wow, that would really suck if that happened. And then, like, it happens. It's yeah. like it's Antonio Brown to the Patriots last year. It was a rumor, yeah. and you'd be like, oh, that's going to suck if that happens. And it happened. Luckily, there wasn't really any payoff, yeah, good so payoff for it. But for anyone that doesn't know or doesn't follow sports, uh, Cam Newton, who has been the quarterback for the Panthers since 2013, I believe, 2014, 2013, um, or 2012, I don't remember. But um, he got released by the Panthers over the offseason. Uh, he was my favorite quarterback because I'm a diehard Panthers fan. And he signed with the most annoying team ever <laughs> he signed with the new england patriots and he's going to be their starting quarterback and that uh, man he was drafted in uh 2011 by the way oh okay so yeah, he played he's, 12 he's, yeah he's 31 years oh old. no played 2011 because the draft is in yeah he's what 31 mm. damn dude fucking time <laughs> it's just it's a flat circle uh but it sucks because I didn't. I got a notification on my phone. I saw this from ESPN. I didn't look at it, and then I saw the text from you, and looked at my watch because I was playing The Last of Us at the time with Tiff. And I looked at my phone. I looked at my phone, and it it just said the text you said was like quote poor poor Ethan, and it was like Val. And I was like, what the fuck is he talking about? So I look, I opened it up, and it was the notification: Cam Newton signs two year deal, or yeah, one year deal, two year deal, one year, with, one, um, one year deal for the minimum. Yeah. With the New England Patriots, I just paused the game and like turned around and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "Cam Newton just signed with the Patriots." She went batshit because she's been calling it the entire time that he was going to sign with the Patriots. Yeah. And she called her. She Facetimed her mom, and then I was like, "Oh god!" And her mom was like, "I'm going to buy you your first Patriots jersey. It's going to be Cam Newton." I was like, "Please don't." I was I was going to say, "Would you wear it?" No, dude. It would just be like a collector's item, and I don't even want it. Like I don't even have a Cam jersey for Panthers because I. I knew he probably would leave eventually. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I don't know, man. It was, it was just such a random time, too. Like, there were no official workouts done or anything yeah. like that for the Patriots. It just it just happened out of nowhere yeah. on a random, on a Sunday night, just randomly, just one-year deal for the minimum. And there's a lot of takes going on right now. What's your take? Do you think he's going to do well in New England? I think, think he's got a chip on his shoulder, and I think he's going to be the healthiest he's been in the past he, couple of years. So he I has more than a more than a chip on his shoulder. He has like a fat stack of Pringles on his yeah. shoulder, man. Just for like what he what happened in Carolina and then all the talk about how no one was interested in him yeah. this offseason. The fact that no one signed him before this is just so insane to me. The Bears. The Bears could have signed him. The Chargers could have signed him before drafting Herbert or drafted Herbert also. Yeah. They had Tyrod uh Tyrod Taylor instead of Cam Newton. So then same with like the, the draft. The Chargers could have uh that's what I'm talking about. Oh, is that what you said? I thought you said the Bears. No, the Chargers. Char- yeah, the Char- I want. That's where I wanted him to go. Uh, I wanted him to go to LA because I, the LA is just kind of my my AFC team, and I wanted him to be there. But I don't know. It was. It's just. It's crazy to me that 31 other teams passed on the the option right. of having Cam Newton even as a backup or mm-hmm. like in, or as like an emergency plan. If, if say one of their quarterbacks gets hurt or something, you had to throw Cam Newton and oh man, we got to throw right. Cam Newton. And that, like, that's been the conversation with Colin Kaepernick for a long time, too, how there's so many uh, backup quarterbacks that would just look so terrible next to these guys. Yeah. And and the fact that, I don't know, it was New England of all places. I, the I fact know. that Cam Newton, he won an MVP in 2015 and then in 2016 led his team to the uh, wildcard game. And then in 2017, he started off six and two and was looking like his MVP self again. And then he hurt his shoulder, mm-hmm. and then he hasn't been the same since. But he has also tried to rush his comeback. Yeah, and then, to, he, tried, then he hurt his foot, right? And then he hurt his ankle in preseason against the Patriots last year, and he was wasn't the same. So then he had ankles, or and then he tried to play through it, and it was shitty for the first two games. Yeah, and his shoulder never completely healed. Either. Yeah, and then so he had surgery on his ankle and took the rest of the year off, and now he's probably going to be the healthiest he's been since 2017 or 2016 as a well-known Patriots hater I'm really looking forward to seeing what he can do in 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 New England yeah I I, I like Cam I think he's one of the coolest NFL players ever really like (laughs) the fact that he he's well he's well loved by the fans obviously in Carolina the kids look up to him he's a he's a good role model he's all he's always uh giving footballs away to kids whenever he scores like a happy looking kid so the thing is Cam gets so much hate for wearing his heart on his sleeve like he he gets so much hate for being emotional about the game of football that when he doesn't play well he doesn't like to do press conferences because he doesn't want to talk about it right that's that's what people get pissed about is that he's a crying crybaby or whatever well, that but, happened, yeah, that happened after his Super Bowl loss. But, right? Yeah, but then they don't talk about the fact that on Thanksgiving in Charlotte, he usually hands out like fourteen to fifteen hundred meals a day, like around Thanksgiving. And then he's also he's working with the community. He is like a role model to kids, like you said. Like I just don't understand why people hate him so much. <laughs> I know. Uh, I I don't get it either. That's just the mainstream media. They yeah. have a they have an out. They they decide who they want to favor and who they want to. Yeah, exactly. Like basically. In their in in their version of cancel, like, like it's not necessarily canceling, but it's still like pushing them to the side. Yeah, uh, not really like showcasing the fact what that they're what they're really good at. Jameis Winston was taken as a backup quarterback before Cam Newton. <laughs> it's just, it's just Jameis Winston has not proven himself at Gr- all at the NFL level. Granted, it's by the same team, but Brian Hoyer was signed before <laughs> Cam Newton was. <laughs> so dumb. Yeah, I, I think he's going to play well. I think he's got Julian Edelman that he could just do those dump-off passes and Tony Michelle just do those dump-off passes. And then 
if he still has the arm, I know the reason why he wasn't throwing deep uh, last couple of years because his shoulder was fucked up. So now if his shoulder's better, he's thrown deep to Mohamed Sanu or Julian Edelman. I he's mean, already that's... he's already worked out with Mohamed Sanu. There's a video that went up today of them working out together. He didn't cut his hair, by the way. He didn't? Cool. No. I hope he keeps it, and I hope everybody in New England hates it. Yeah, I don't think they will. There's already a photo edit, uh, edits of uh, Belichick having that hair with like the, <laughs> the weird hood up. Uh, uh, what do you think the um, – not necessarily the Patriots themselves, but Cam's peak is this year? Do you think he can make it to the Super Bowl? Do you think he can be top top MVP I, votes? I think he I think he changes the complexion of that division now because I think that division was either swinging towards Miami or um, the Bills had that Bills. division. The Bills. Well, that's Miami, what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I think because Miami added a bunch of stuff in the offseason. Obviously, they added more defense, defense. and they added Tua, mm-hmm. um, who we don't know if he's going to be healthy for. Or he says he's going to be healthy, but we really don't know. Um, so I don't know. I I think. The Patriots insert themselves right back into the division title again with Cam Newton instead of going with Hoyer or Stidham. Um, I, I honestly think this puts the Patriots back in the top of the AFC. They're gonna I be, think it does. They're, they're, right think, behind, they're right behind the Chiefs, in my I, opinion. I think, I, think they win the, I think they can win the division. I think they can even win 12 games, 13, 11 games, with, with their defense and with now Cam, hopefully mm-hmm. as healthy as he can be. Like I think they, they can win 11 to 12 games and maybe even make it to the AFC Championship game. They lost a lot of key pieces on defense, but... I still think with Gilmore, they still have Stephon Gilmore. They still have um, what's his name, uh, Devin McCourty. Yeah. And they still have, uh, I think they still have Jamie Collins. So their defense is still going to be good. They lost Van Noy, and who else? Big. They might have lost someone else big from their defense, but that's really it, man. And they add yeah. Cam Newton. They're all. I also heard rumors that they're going to go after a receiver. So to add to the core, and right now the name that's floating around is they're trying to get AJ Green. Really. Yeah, who, I know who who has been severely injured the yeah, past few years, so he's yeah. he's hasn't been a factor in Cincinnati. But watch watch him just come back, and or he gets traded for like a offensive lineman that I know they're trying to push on people. And all of a sudden, it's AJ Green, Julian Edelman, Mohamed Sanu, Nikhil Harry, who's yeah. who was a rookie last year, and Brady refused to throw to him. Now with Cam Newton, I don't know. I, Dude, I'm nervous about the Patriots this year. And the only thing I feel like the only thing Cam needs right now is a, is a tight end because I know that the Patriots don't really have a strong tight end, at least not like a household name tight end. They drafted two, I believe. Yeah. They drafted two this year yeah. um, um, because he relied on Greg Olson a lot in Carolina. I I want to say he, but he also relied heavily on CMC, and he's got Sony Michelle. The one year he played with him, last the two half years, year. <laughs> yeah. and uh, James White. James yeah. White's basically a lesser version of Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I want to see a good receiving back. Cam Newton, uh, for basically the entirety of his career, has I think he played maybe one year with Steve Smith, um, and then are you, are you going to say he never had any weapons? Yeah, no, and, and I I wanted to make that point earlier where DJ Moore, um, DJ Moore was uh, a rookie what two years ago? That's the year ago. Cam hurt his shoulder. Um, who am I thinking of? Kelvin Benjamin. No, not Kelvin Benjamin. He stunk. Devin Funches? Funches, yes. Devin Funches was his best receiver. They, yeah. he was, that was the best yeah. combo that they had in Carolina, was Newton to Funches. Yeah. <laughs> and that's it. So, granted, New England doesn't have the best receiving core right now. They have a better one than that. Much better. <laughs> well, I mean, now that the Panthers don't have Cam, they actually have a, a top receiver in Robbie Anderson. Yeah, disappointing. <laughs> but, but they got, but they got Teddy Bridgewater, who's a whole other quarterback. Teddy Two and PJ Walker from I, the I think, XFL. I think Matt Rule can change up the uh, the offensive game a little bit now. So 
I don't think the Panthers are anywhere close to winning that division, especially with Brady and Gronk in Tampa Bay and the Saints not losing. I've, I've seen so many, um, so many edits that were like, pick your uh, best quarterback in the A in the NFC uh, South, and I'm just like, it's Brady, it's Matt Ryan, it's Drew Brees, and then it's Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, like, Brandon Teddy Bridgewater is pretty solid, but he's nowhere near the top of those it, guys. No, and Matt no. Ryan keeps saying that he's the best out of all of them right now. No, it's Drew Brees. Mm. Oh, it might be Brady. I don't know. It, it, it's going to be hard to see. I, I think Drew Brees is uh, on the decline. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think that's why they have Taysom Hill and uh, Jameis Winston, although I don't think Jameis Winston's going to play that much. No. Uh, it would be cool, but I don't think so either. But I don't know. They, I mean, they signed him for the insurance reason, same reason Teddy Bridgewater went 5-0 and last year for the Saints. Yeah. Just when Drew Brees gets hurt, because he probably will. Um. I'm interested to see. I, I pray to God that fucking NFL happens this year. Me too, dude. I'm really, really interested to see um, how who. I want to see who's the who's the the reason the Patriots won six rings. Is it Belichick or is it Brady? I want to see how Brady does in Tampa Bay, and I want to see how Belichick does with without him with Cam Newton. And a, I agree. A totally different play style than than Tom Brady. Cam yep. Newton's and that- mobile quarterback. Well, Granted, I hate the Patriots, but I respect the fuck out of Bill Belichick. So I'm really excited to kind of see what he does with the offensive playbook because now it's it, it's free reign now. You got yes. a whole new a whole new kind of offense for this guy. You, there's going to be plays drawn specifically for Cam to run, like there yeah. were in Carolina. Like Belichick's never done that with Brady, so it'll it'll be fun, but it'll still suck. <laughs> yeah. Um, it'll I'll finally have a Patriot that I don't mind because I've just I don't mind Sanu either. He I mean, he's never he's never really done anything. Like he yeah. played for Atlanta, which sucked because the one thing I like about Sanu is that he throws bombs when he gets yeah. uh, when he gets those play action. Oh, not the play action, the uh, not the flea flicker either, but just the uh, the wide receiver throw, or whatever. Yeah, Edelman yeah. does it too. Yeah, but not as much as Sanu. Yeah, imagine Cam Newton trying to receive a pass. He probably yeah. would catch it, unlike Tom Brady. I remember last year DeAndre Hopkins uh, did was like zero for one. With one, one interception, yeah, against so the tried, Yeah, tried to throw a touchdown. That's another. That's another person, DeAndre Hopkins in, in Arizona. I'm excited to see how that works. I'm excited out. to see Kyler. I'm a big Kyler Murray fan, and I want to see him with an actual Kyler D Hop and Christian Kirk, and Larry Fitz. But well, this old. might be this might be Fitz's last year. And they have um, what's his name? Kenyon Drake. Yep, Kenyon Drake. I was gonna say Jay Ajayi, but. He hasn't played NFL. He played like last. He played last year. He came back for the Eagles mm-hmm. for like two games. And like I didn't even know he still played. <laughs> yeah, he tore he tore his ACL the last year, and then he came back from it. But but yeah, that's football talk. Oh yeah. Before we get into our other sports talk, just a little bit of housekeeping for everybody. You can catch this show usually every single Thursday afternoon. If you want to set us topics to talk about, hit us up on Twitter at bros underscore talking. Shoot us an email at bros talking pod at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram at bros talking with no underscore. Also, twitch.tv slash amazing asthmatic. Ramping up the, the streaming now. Yep. Are you going to announce, are you gonna announce your schedule? N- no, next week, next, week, next week. Next week, I'll announce, announce my, my full schedule yep. of we gotta, uh, my stream. We got, a, we got a Twitch schedule coming out. Yeah, specific, specifically amazing asthmatic. But, yeah, um, it's going yeah. to be good times. Warzone nights, other games during the day. Sometimes it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a good time. Now, are you gonna be doing like RPG games that like um, storylines and stuff? Sometimes, uh, we'll see. We'll see what I'm feeling. See what I'm feeling playing and stuff like that. But yeah, Twitch.tv/slash Amazing Asthmatic. Do it up.
Um, but onto our other big news revolving the sports world. Our dreams have come true. Our prayers have been answered. The MLB is back, baby. Everyone about fucking that. time. It's about time. I want to talk about this with uh, a little bit of grain of salt. I I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. Yet. As of so, right now, MLB has been posting a bunch of shit. So as of today, recording this, it's July 1st, mm-hmm. which is the new, quote, spring training day. Yeah. Where every player's reporting, and I think they're all getting tested today for, for COVID. They're getting tested today, results in a couple days, and then by Friday or Saturday, they'll be able to be on field and practicing as long as they test negative. Yep, so all players are reporting to their, quote, camps today just to be tested. Um, so, with that being said, yes, yes, there is a chance that this season actually doesn't happen if there's a bunch of people who probably test positive and shit like that. But... We're looking on the bright side, and we're going to just talk about the, the shortened 60-game season, what it means for the MLB, what we think is going to happen, what we thinks, who we think is going to win. We're just going to talk about basically the big storylines of, of the MLB season this year, and then we'll, we'll cap it off with a little movie talk because that's what we do best. That's, that's, that's our thing. <laughs> uh, but, Nick, what are you looking forward to the most for, so, for the 60-game season? So, honestly, I think I, as a Yankee fan, I don't know if it's been said or not, but I'm a big Yankee fan. Um, I'm really looking forward to the schedule, and that may sound weird, but there's not a lot of interleague play in the past few years. Like, they'll randomly play the Diamondbacks one series, and then they'll play the Giants at home or something like that. But there's going to be 60 games, obviously, 40 against the AL East, so 40 combined games against the Rays, Red Sox, Blue Jays, and Orioles, and then 20 combined games against the NL East. I'm really looking forward to that because I want to see the Yankees play – uh, the Nationals. I want to see them. I want to see them play the Phillies and Bryce Harper and uh, old friend DB Gregorius, and obviously the Mets. I want to see them play the Mets. So I think the and schedule. You get, you get like six free wins against the Marlins. So I, I wouldn't say. I wouldn't say that. You never know. Who knows? That's the other thing. I'm really looking forward to the. I don't. I don't know if it's necessarily just a toss up for divisions, but. I want to see how the 60 games works out because there are teams that start off hot and then they slow down like the Mariners last year. I'm pretty sure the Mariners started off really hot in April and May. And yeah, they, they up, had like they were like 20 and six or something. Like yeah. That. And then and then they ended up in last place in the West. Yeah. So it's it's something that should be really interesting. I don't know if it's necessarily asterisk worthy right away, but I, I think it'll be fun to see what happens with 60 games. I think that's my biggest concern is if I have, like, so if, say, for some reason the Mets do win what is going to be this World Series, it no one's going to count it. Right. Like, and I've I already, I've already, in my mind, I've already seen the all, oh, of course the Yankees won the World Series. It was just 60 games. But yeah. That, like, that talk, like, and that talk's going to happen regardless of who wins. Regardless. So, yeah. And it, and it kind of makes me not want the Mets to win this this year. <laughs> um, although I would love it, but, like, or say, God forbid, like the Mariners actually do win the World Series and it's their first ever World Series win. It's not gonna like right. be as impactful, right? As uh, there could a full be teams that, yeah, yeah, teams you're, that you're missing their... 102 games, like <laughs> teams that win their first ever World Series and they and it's have gonna an be... asterisk next to them that says, "Hey, we had a shortened season, so no one's gonna really count it the same." It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be interesting, I think. Um, watching this happen i think the 60 game season i don't really know what the schedule looks like like i don't know how many games they're playing in july or right, august right, right. i think they're gonna be playing a lot mm-hmm. in the next couple like i don't think there's gonna be many off days especially if they're keeping it 
in their divisions and the divisions uh, Tra- travel. Them. Them. Yeah, travel will be really light, so you don't have um, to worry about travel. So I'm, I'm interested about pitching. I'm interested to see what the pitching rotations look like. I don't know if Jacob DeGrom will go out every five games. I don't know if he'll be every seven games or every eight games now because they're they're just going to be so workload heavy that you don't know if, if like, DeGrom only makes seven starts this year, you know? Mm-hmm. Also, you want to think about the in-division games because they are so important because so, you're not because you're not going to have the same kind of wild card feel to it because you have to win the division. That's the yeah. first thing because, like I said, the wild card, it's different because – I mean, you're not playing teams in other divisions, so you're only playing teams in your division. So, say for instance, there's three games against, as a, say you're on the Mets, three games against the Phillies, and then you got three games against the Orioles. You want to play your best pitchers against the Phillies because the Orioles games, while they count, they're still not as big, you know. Yeah. So like, so like, I wonder if they're gonna have like a seven or eight man rotation for that kind of play. Yeah. Because yeah. It's gonna, because like. I said it 10 seconds ago. The division is so important this year. Yeah, you're going to want to throw DeGrom, Stroman, and I guess Michael Waka or Rick Porcello. Do they not uh, have like, Mats anymore? No, they do, but he's not that great. And, uh, he wasn't that great last year, and they wanted to throw him in the bullpen. But, I mean, now that this season's happening, they'll probably have him in the rotation at least every couple of games. Yeah. Throw him out there and have an arm. I mean, both Yankees and Mets have big pitchers down for the year with Tommy John, so yeah. that, that's, that sucks. Severino. Did they? Yeah, Severino had Tommy John before the season was even like before yeah, spring but, training. Yeah, before gotcha. spring training. Yeah, that time. Uh, yeah, it sucked about Syndergaard, and it, it was happening. It happened like three weeks after the season had been postponed. He was work- yeah. He was just working out, and he mm-hmm. felt the twing in his in his arm. Is like, oh, I guess that's it. Yep. Yeah. So that, that's a bummer. But uh, another thing I'm really looking forward to is seeing Garrett Cole in pinstripes. Yeah. I'm excited that, to get another, even if it is like seven or eight starts of Strowman in a Mets uniform, because I would have been really bummed if it was just that half season where he didn't do that well. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm wondering if uh, pitch if there's going to be less home runs this year because they aren't um, timed up to the fastballs yet, and I know pitchers have still been working out at home. They've mm-hmm. been throwing, they've been working out and just lifting weights and making sure that they're good to go. I know Araldis Chapman is. Uh, jacked right now, yeah. so I'd be scared of him. But like Garrett Cole throwing his 99 mile an hour four seam fastball, batters might not be timing yet. The timing yeah. might not be there yet, so that might take him a couple weeks to get used to it. So I don't, I don't know. It's it's that, it's, it's gonna be weird. That's another thing that kind of bums me out about the shortened season is that you won't see Pete Alonso hit 50 home runs again this mm-hmm. year. He's not gonna hit 50 home runs in 60 games. And if he does, that's fucking insane. <laughs> So I actually pulled up the stats for 60-game stretches for the most home runs, the highest average wins and stuff like that. So yeah. real quick, just go over those. Um, most home runs in a 60-game stretch was Barry Bonds in 2001. He hit 37. Jesus. So 37 home runs in 60 games. That's that's Barry Bonds' record. I don't know if that'll be broken. No. I, I think the home run leader this year will probably have 25 home runs if that. I, th- I think I think maybe, maybe low 30s, 32, 31, somewhere around there. Maybe. Yeah, if they get hot. And that's probably like Bellinger or even Peter Yelich, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the most hits in a 60-game stretch was Ichiro. Um, of course it was. 121 hits. That's over two games, a se- uh, two hits a game. Yeah. That's really fucking good. Yeah. That's, yeah, it's like 2.01. What was that? What year was that? That was uh, July 1st to September 6th, 
Oh, that was I thought it might have been his rookie year, but no, his rookie year. What did he have? Like two hundred and fifty hits or something yeah. like that? Yeah, it was nuts. Uh, best batting average. This one, this never going to be broken. Uh, Rogers Hornsby from in nineteen twenty four in from June twenty first to August twenty ninth, he batted four sixty six. Jesus. <laughs> so that'll never happen this year. I think there may be a four hundred average. If, yeah. If someone's playing really really well, like a just randomly Gio Urshela. Yeah. Just bats four hundred. Of course, he'll have an asterisk next to it because it'll be sixty games. But um, uh, most strikeouts was Nolan Ryan. From May 14th to July 4th, 1977, he had 142 strikeouts. I could see that happening. I could like see I... a Garrett Cole or Cinder, not Syndergaard, uh, DeGrom, or Scherzer, yeah. or um, Strasburg. Yeah, there's there's pitches out there that can overpower people. Yeah. And uh, lowest ERA in a 60-game stretch uh, It's actually a tie between Fernando Valenzuela and Lefty Grove. Uh, Valenzuela did it in 1981. Grove did it in 1936. Lowest ERA, 0.29. Point which, holy moly. Which, uh, again, not going to be broken because the, uh, the ball's juiced. Was <laughs> so Fernando Valenzuela a closer, though? I thought. Oh, he was I, a starter. He was a he big was guy. Starter? Yeah, the lefty big guy starter in the. For the Dodgers. For the Do- right? Yeah, for the Dodgers. Maybe I'm, I'm, thinking of, I'm thinking of Sid Fernandez for some reason. Oop, I skipped one. Uh, best OPS. Uh, um, it's Babe Ruth, May 11th from July 22nd, uh, 1920, uh, 1.598 for OPS. That's, uh, it's pretty yeah, high. Pretty solid. Maybe Mike Trout will hit that number. Or yeah, it's, and it sucks that we get a, like, I'm happy we're getting baseball, but I really wish it was a full season. Cause Ooh, like, we're getting gypped from so many good players. Yeah. Like so many good players in their prime, Mike Trout, Bellinger. Judge, like every Garrett Cole, Jacob DeGrom, we're missing like a full season of them in their prime. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just heartbreaking. It but is. on the flip side, it's awesome that we're hopefully, fingers crossed, actually getting baseball. I, I think, I think we will. Um, let's go division by division and think, uh, say who, who's gonna win. Okay. Who's gonna win that division? I mean, at least I picked the Yankees. At least I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw out the Yankees. Um, I think the the Red Sox lost sale, didn't they? Red Sox lost sale for the year. My, I I think second place is going to be Tampa Bay. I think it is too. I think, but I think making a push is going to be the Blue Jays. Blue Jays are two years away. I think. My, I think they I think need to surprise a lot of people in this sixty game span. They maybe in the sixty game span. Okay, okay, the sixty game span maybe. Yeah. But they need better pitching. I think they just got Ryu, who will be good. Um, who's their other starter? What's his name? I don't really know. I don't really know. Um, whatever, whatever. But uh, yeah, they're two years away, and uh, the Sox. I losing Mookie Betts. I think is just too big of a yeah, too big of a dent for them to come back in right away and hot and win the division. Um, AL Central. It's either the Twins or the Indians. Yeah, I don't see anyone else. Tigers, I think it's the Twins. Tigers, no White Sox. White Sox maybe. They don't again. Same thing. They don't have much pitching. Um, I think it's I think it's gonna be the Twins. Yeah, they won the wild card last year, right? And the Indians won the division. Yes. Yeah, yeah I, think, I think it'll be the Twins. Yeah. Um. West. I I I think it'll be Oakland. Really? Yeah. I, I think Oakland. I think Oakland's got it over Houston this year. I want to say the Angels. Angels would be fun too. They just got uh, Rendon, yeah. so 
think Red Dawn in that lineup is pretty solid. Another bad duh, duh. <clears throat> Shohei should be fully healthy. He's going to be, they already said he's going to be both on the mound and the DH. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, real quick, universal DH, yes or no? Yes. You all for it? I'm, I am for it, yeah. I'm not. I like pitchers batting. I, I figured, as a, as a National League fan, I figured you weren't, but. Yeah, it's only for this year, thankfully, because what they proposed um, before when the players said no was universal Dude. DH for this year and next year, which would yeah. lead into the CBA and probably just be adopted. But. Yep. Um. Okay, uh, NL East. The Braves. I got Braves too, but Braves. I'm going to the Mets. I don't. I don't know that. I think the NL East is probably one of the toughest divisions in baseball. Braves, Phillies, Mets, and right Nationals. there, and Nationals. But Nationals, I, I don't think the Nationals are going to repeat. You yeah. don't think so? They they were no. solid last year. Like they were. They didn't really lose anybody either. They lost Rendon. Rendon, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, other than that. Having Soto back is big. Uh, Strasburg re-signing was also yeah. big for them. I thought he was going to become a Yankee. I thought he was oh, signing man. with the Yankees. Um, but we got Cole, so I'm okay with yeah. that. Uh, I don't know. I just don't see him. They they were an unlikely World Series champion last they year. I really, I, yeah, they were. And in the beginning of June, I think they were like, what, 16 games out or something like that? They oh, were cra- crazy far behind. So I, I don't see it this year. Uh, the NL Central. This is a this is a, a flip Brewers. a coin. Yeah, this is a flip a coin division. It's either going to be the Cubs or the Brewers. Maybe the Cardinals. Cardinals too. Yeah, the Cardinals are a solid team. They're always solid, no matter what. Mm-hmm. But I think it's going to be the Brewers. I'd like to see the Brewers. They won last year too. Yep, and the NLDS is going to be the Dodgers. They got destroyed in the NLDS by the Cubs. Or the uh, oh no, was it the wild card game? The wild card game. I Wasn't thought they the won. Walker games, the Cubs and the Brewers? Yeah, and I thought they won, and then they, they got did, destroyed yeah. by the Dodgers. Yes, yep. Yeah, NLS, the, Car- the Cardinals won the division. NLS is the Dodgers. NLS is the Dodgers. Dodgers are going to win like 45 to 50 games. Like, it's going to be crazy. I don't know. They, if, they're playing the, if they're playing mainly the NL West, you got the Rockies, the Padres, and the Giants in that division who are not good teams. <laughs> and the Diamondbacks are okay. Yeah, Diamond, yeah, Diamondbacks had a mad bum. Yeah, yeah. Gi- Giants lost Bumgarner. Giants didn't add anybody. The Rockies didn't add anybody. They're lo- Giants are the Rockies aren't having Ian Desmond play this year. I saw I saw Ian Desmond staying back down an outfielder. Yep. Yeah, it, Dodgers. Not, I, Dodgers will probably win the World Series this year too. Yeah, that's that's my vote for the World yeah, Series. Yeah, World Yan- Series. I, th- I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be the Dodgers and probably the Yankees. Yankees and, and Dodgers, and I think the Dodgers coming out on top. Honestly, in that scenario, I want the Yankees. I just don't like the Dodgers. I really can't stand them. Yeah, I don't. I, I like Bellinger as a player. I think he's one of the coolest players that MLB has right now. Um, but I hate Justin Turner. Oh, dude. Um, talk about not, Justin Turner. Not a big uh, Clayton Kershaw fan either. Not me either. I like Walker uh, Buehler well enough because because I feel like he's quiet. Like I feel like you don't hear a lot about Walker Buehler. Same with uh, Will Smith. Yeah. Um, Jock Peterson left. Where did he go? Oh, he went to Anaheim. Did he? Yeah. He went across the street. So that's the other thing with the Dodgers, though. I, I said they were going to win 40 to 50 games. But they do have to play the AL West, most likely. Which is only 20 games, so they could yeah. win 40. They could yeah. go 40 and 0 in the NL West. <laughs> <laughs> but, then, but then you're playing teams like the Astros. Like the Angels. Angels. And, yeah. The A's and were scrappy. I think the, like I said, I think the A's will win the AL West. 
Do you think? Do you think the Astros will have a tough time because there's no fans, so there's not going to be any booing or anything like that? Do you think they'll have a tough time with the chatter this year that's going to be coming at their their way, or do you think it's gone? Do you think this it's almost all forgotten by now? I think a lot of it's forgotten, which sucks. Big time sucks. Um, well, you know, I think it's forgotten by the casual fan, but I think diehard fans like us and 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 baseball Twitter and stuff will never forget about the Astros. Um, but no, I do think that I'm excited. I'm, I'm interested to see with no fans. Do they mic the stadiums? You think? Do you are you going to be able to hear player chatter? You think? I don't know because I think that'd be really interesting. Obviously, you got to watch out for the f bombs that are being thrown around. But maybe they'll put it on like a three second delay or whatever. Yeah. But um. I think there will be coaches and stuff in the stands, so I don't know if they'll mic the stands at all. Because Dude, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, um, because, really <laughs> yeah, because the coaches and players that aren't being used are going to sit in the stands to let the players use the duck out. Yeah. So I, I, I feel like they're not going to mic many things. Like, yeah, you'll be able to hear probably the same amount that you were, like, like the ball hitting the bat and stuff like that. And, but I don't think you'll be able to hear chatter. It'll be crazy to like just watch a full game with no crowd sound and it's just quiet in the stadium the entire time. The Orioles did that a couple of years ago when yeah, they were having pro- protests in Baltimore and they yeah. closed the gates. Yep. And I remember That's, that being I remember that being weird. Yeah. It, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting season. I really am just crossing my fingers that it happens. Who's, who's the MVP? AL MVP Mike Trout and AL MVP Cody Bellinger. Okay. I wanna I want it to be like someone out of out of left field, but not a left fielder. Um <laughs> just someone random. Like I like I would I would love for Glaber Torres to win MVP. Yeah. Like that well, would be that's, awesome. that's the thing, it's gonna be hard to predict MVP, Cy Young's and all that stuff because you just Tim don't An- know Tim, how they're gonna play yeah, in sixty games. Tim Anderson's gonna come out hot and win MVP. Like I'd be something, sick. Some, I'd be something so cool like that. That that yeah. would be awesome. If if a player that doesn't Shohei necessarily has Cy Young, uh, that's one player I don't want. I'm still Do you salty not like about Shohei? I'm I'm salty about him stealing the Rookie of the Year from um, Miguel uh, Andujar. I wouldn't blame Shohei. I'd blame the media for that. No, yeah, for sure. But I'm still salty about it. Yeah. So so Shohei's the one I'm going to take it out on. <laughs> but um, but yeah, like just a random player that doesn't necessarily have the media push that yeah. a lot of these players are getting. Come out, play really well, and win MVP. Dansby Swanson. Sure. No, I would like to see, as much as it's going to pain our poor mother, I'd like to see Acuna win the win the mm-hmm. MVP. I really, really like Ronald Acuna. I really hate the Braves, but I really like Ronald Acuna. I was able to see the Braves play last year and watching, uh, I think Albies hit a grand slam, I think. With, he, he's awesome, too. Yeah. Um, Ozuna's on the Cardinals, right? Or did he get traded to the Braves? I think he's on the Braves now. I think he's on the Braves now. So that'll be big. Yeah. Um, and they have a full year Dallas Keuchel. I thought Keuchel went to the White Sox. Oh, he did go to the White Sox. Yep, he did. Yep, he did go to the White Sox. Who are the Braves Is pitchers it? then? Uh, they have Fulton Vich, Fulton Fultonwitz, um, Aaron Soroka. Uh, I don't know if they still have Tehran. They might still have Tehran for one more year. Hmm. I think that's it. I think it's mainly just Soroka and Fulton with Fulton Fultonvich Fultanevich. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Do you think uh, Jacob DeBron goes three back to back to back? I love him too. I don't. 
does. I don't, I don't think he does. And it's interesting, though, because... Because of that? Or do you think... Or because the voters don't want to be like, ah, we'll just give it to him again on a short season? That I, That's partial, yes. But I also just... I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how well he's going to pitch. I, 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 I'm assuming he's been working out, but I don't know if he's going to be as dominant as he has been. But or the, on the flip side, he could be even more dominant in just seven starts, you know, seven or eight starts. Right. Eight, eight and one or seven and one, something like that was like a 1.4. Uh, I don't know if I'd, I'd give the Mets that much run support. That's true. Well, <laughs> I don't know. The Mets didn't really add anybody on, on offense uh, this year. Yeah, they did. Didn't they get Jake Marisnik? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and Yohannes Cespedes is, is going to be their DH, most likely. Is he healthy? Yeah, he said he's going to. He, he's he's gearing up for opening day. Okay, so he'll he'll. I think he'll probably be the DH because I don't see him being as effective they, in the outfield. As they don't want to. They wouldn't want to risk more injury for him just playing left field. But yeah, uh, a full sixty game season of Yohannes Cespedes being the DH—that's that's all right. Just all, all he needs to do is just sit, 15 sit there. Home runs right there. Yeah, all he needs to do is sit there and swing the bat as hard as he can. Literally, he doesn't need to worry about playing defense. Doesn't need to worry about his stupid ankles running away from any boars. His just bone needs to spurs in his heels. Just needs to hit home runs, hit dongs. That's all he needs to do. Who? I don't know. Who else would the Mets have in the outfield then? Brandon Nimmo and Michael Conforto. Okay. Nimmo, Nimmo in center, Conforto in right. Last Marisnik. year they were using Dom Smith for a while. Uh, yeah, Marisnik. Um, I feel like there's someone big I'm missing. Lagaris is gone, right? Lagaris is gone. Yeah, which sucks. I really liked Juan Lagaris. They replaced him with Marisnik. They're basically the same exact player, <clears throat> except Marisnik has, I think, has a little bit better bat, and Lagaris has a little bit better glove. I feel like I'm missing someone in the outfield. Let me let me just look look real quick. Do, 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 do. Go to Instagram to see the Mets page. Do, do, do. Outfielders. Nope, I wasn't missing anyone. I guess it's probably just going to be Marisnik. Word. Jed Lowry? Yeah. Full season of Jed Lowry? Nobody yeah. knows if he's healthy. He wasn't. Nobody knew if he was healthy last year. He just yeah. disappeared. And I remember the, the story going into spring training this year was Jed Lowry pulled his hamstring like the first day of spring training and they were like, we don't know if he's going to come back. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> he, he, he like pulled his calf muscle or something like that in spring training last year and didn't come back until September. And then they would be like, he'd be like, yep, he's only like a week away. And then that week he's like, ah, he's still probably like two or three weeks away. And then those two, three weeks, it's like, oh, he strained it again. He's going to be out for like another two to three. And then he just never came back. Sounds like the Mets need some new trainers, man, because they got Cespedes and now him. Well, Cespedes, I feel like, was his own fault because he was on his ranch, twisted his ankles, and broke broke both of his ankles or whatever the fuck he did. Riding a horse, running away from boars. (laughs) Running away from wild boars. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking dumb. Yeah. I don't know. Like we we both said, I'm really excited for baseball just to be able to watch it. Yeah. Granted, we're not going to be able to go to any of the games, which sucks, but... yeah. Because being at a baseball game is probably my heaven, just watching baseball. Um, but being able to watch for... it, go ahead. I was just gonna say, being able to watch it will be just a calming for me in all this time of uh, uncertainty and uh, and stressfulness. It'll be nice to kind of just watch baseball. 
Yeah, exactly. It sucks for uh, minor leaguers. There's no minor league. Yeah, that, do, that, that does suck. But some minor leaguers will be able to play because of the people sitting out. Yeah. But but then you don't get those like top prospects that just got drafted to start off in single A this year and work their way right. up to double A at the end of the year. So it's, it's, it's and I think they still remain like they still remain under a full uh, team control for an, an extra year. They don't lose that year of team control. Oh really? Yeah, which sucks. But that's a bummer. So like, so like players who players who like will probably hit their prime in like. Could have came come up in like two years, and now we're probably looking at three to four years mm-hmm. of coming up. So yeah, it sucks. But Rob Manfred hates the minor leagues anyway. So Rob Manfred, man, we got to do away with that guy. Yeah, he ruined it. We could have had a hundred game season. Baseball could have owned the summer. Yeah. I mean, it's baseball. Know. If they did it right, probably could have come back beginning of June. Beginning of June, like I said, hundred game season. Everything would have been somewhat normal, but he ruined it. Yeah, he did a really bad job at this. But yeah, yeah he did. Oh well. Oh well. So, so yeah, you, yeah. Huh? What were we gonna say? I was gonna say you guys looking forward to baseball? Let us know. Yeah. Like, shoot us, tweets and shit like that. I was gonna say that's that's baseball talk. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick, real quick before we sign off, let's let's talk about some baseball movies. Yeah. Uh, also, a lot of baseball talk going on the last couple weeks of this podcast. Uh, if you guys missed last week, we made up some imaginary baseball teams with our, our good friend Frank Dumps. Took, uh, took some characters from TV shows and movies and put them in positions that we thought they would fit them best. So go check that episode out. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's just run down the list real quick. We only did top three of our favorite baseball movies. I'm pretty sure we probably still have we have probably have the same number one. We'll see. Uh, what's your number three? All right. My number three is Angels in the Outfield. Solid movie. I haven't watched that movie in a very long time. I used to watch that when I was a kid, maybe eight or nine years old. I watched that movie almost every day. Yeah. I loved that movie. It was just something that, I don't know, the at the end where they do the, the angel call. Yeah. And all of a sudden, he, uh, I don't know, the angel's catching, bringing people up to catch a fly ball. It, it was just awesome. And yeah. Uh, as a little kid, I, I, I thought that was unbelievably fun. So the that's, that's my number three. If they were down in the ninth inning, they'd do the they'd make everyone in the crowd do the angels. All right, that yeah, was really cool. <clears throat> that's funny. Um, my number three is uh, Dennis Quaid starring in The Rookie. Okay, I think that's a solid movie. Over, I like I like Dennis Quaid's performance in it, and I think it does what is really hard to do in baseball movies is make this like make the people who are acting look like they're actually good at the sport. Yes. I feel like that's very, very difficult, but only for baseball. That, yeah. Dennis Quaid came out and said that he played baseball, so he at yeah. least knows how to play baseball for that. But movie. yeah, you I, get those people who are, who are playing or acting in baseball movies, and they just don't look coordinated. And I think, especially for us growing Bernie up, Mac. yeah, especially us growing up playing baseball since we were like three or four years old, mm. like we, we know what it looks like when a person doesn't know how to swing a bat. Yeah, like we, we, spot, we, we spot a fake. Yeah, and I think so. The rookie with Dennis Quaid actually looking like he knows the the, the motions and, and the mechanics of pitching, like it just made it that much better. And the story's pretty cool too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, number two for me is uh, Field of Dreams. Kevin Costner. Kevin Costner, another one who actually looks like he knows how to play baseball. Again, he I think he came on like the Today Show or Good Morning America and had a catch with the host. Like he yeah. knows how to play baseball. Well, he um, loves baseball too. Yeah, a lot of baseball movies. He had Bull yeah. Durham. Um, but Field of Dreams is just so much fun. It's another movie that I watched probably multiple times in one week when I was little. Uh, 
such a good movie. James Earl Jones. Uh, the storyline, if you build it, they will come. I mean, that's still six around. And I mean, they're doing the, they were supposed to do the Field of Dreams this year, Yankees versus White yeah. Sox in that field in Iowa with the corn as the wall. But then that got moved to next year. So that'll still happen. But um, yeah, Field of Dreams, number two favorite baseball movie for me. My number two is going to be one of my childhood favorite movies of all time. It's going to be The Sandlot. Okay. Sandlot is a fantastic movie. Again, it's just like a, it's like a, a feel-good movie. Like it, it warms your heart. These, these it's a lot, it's a lot playing, of fun. It's a yeah, classic. Kids just playing baseball and just having fun playing baseball. The the uh, the one kid I forget his name. The main kid. J- uh, Benny the Jet Rodriguez. No, not not the, the main character. Oh. Fuck yeah! I don't remember his name. I don't either. remember his name either. Just went right out of my head, but. Doesn't know anything about baseball. Calls Babe Ruth, Baby Ruth. And Baby Ruth. They got to work to get the Babe Ruth signed baseball back from Hercules, the, the giant uh, Mastiff dog. And also another shout out to James Earl Jones, who plays the the, the blind owner yep. of uh, after he took a fastball to the face. Yep. Solid movie. Benny the Jet also just iconic with his PF Flyers. I wanted yep. a pair of PF Flyers after that movie just because I wanted to run fast like Benny the Jet. They're so uncomfortable. I've never worn them. I've They're never so worn a pair. I don't want a pair anymore. They're just basically Converse. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, The Sandlot, phenomenal movie. And it's famous. I think it's more famous for its non-baseball related scenes. Like yeah. the, the, the lifeguard the, scene. Yep, the lifeguard scene. The Or even the you throw ball like a girl. Yeah. Like, so good. Such yep. a good one. Or the scene um, where they all take uh, some chewing tobacco and they go on the, the yep, Whirly okay. Bird ride. Yep. And, and they all throw it up afterwards. Yeah. Yeah, so that's actually not in my top three, but it is my in my honorable mentions, along okay. with, okay, my honorable mentions, yeah. uh, Sandlot, Rookie of the Year, um, Moneyball, Bull Durham, I guess. It's not really that great of a movie, but it's still a good baseball movie. Um, but my number one, Major League. Yeah. Without that's question. Without yeah. question. Uh, I'll run down my, my honorable mentions real quick. My honorable mentions are um, Rookie of the Year, um, A League of Their Own, and Moneyball. Yep. League of Their Own definitely belongs in there. Um, but yeah, Major League, dude. It's the most fun baseball movie ever. It's like, phenomenal. And it's like it's so good. Another one where they actually look like they know how to play baseball. For the like, most part. For the mo- Yeah, there's a couple of swings in there that look questionable. Yeah. Like, yeah. But... Iconic characters like Pedro Serrano, Willie Mays, Hayes, dude. Uh, on, the inside, on the inside, on the on the inside of on the inside of my cleats, on the left foot it says "Up Your," and on the inside of the right one it says "Butt Joe Boo." Up your butt, Joe Boo. Like, I, it's such a good movie. It's, so I good. actually I watched Major League Two the other day. It was on TV, and I just didn't change it. Um, it's good. But it just doesn't have the same heart that the. I like one. I like Major League Two a lot, and it's Me actually too. one of the the sequels that I'll be like, oh, I actually like this almost as much as I like the original. Like, mm-hmm. uh, um, but I don't know. I don't remember if it's from one or two because one or both of them have some iconic quotes. Okay, uh, hit me with a quote. I know for sure. Look at the score board now, grasshopper. That's two. That's two. And so yep. it, okay, so two has both the iconic quotes that I think of all the time when I think of Major League. You have no. Marbles. marbles, yeah, the, the marbles, and then he just awesome running down the the first baseline after he hits a bomb off a curveball. Yep. yep. And yeah, then um. Yeah, because because the catcher was uh, I'm doing pretty well. Look at the scoreboard, blah blah blah, because yeah. he had just got traded from the Indians and yeah. Um, but yeah, number one, 
Are you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? Like, so yeah. good. It's, and uh, Willie Mays Hayes showing up to spring also, training. Also, not shout in, out to, not invited. To, to Bob Euchre. Fucking phenomenal. Just a bit after. <laughs> Great role. I, I, don't, I don't know if he's better in one or two, because in number two, where he just shuts down and gets wasted. Yeah. And he makes the, the color guy do play-by-play, and <laughs> it just passes out, and the, the guy's like, fly ball. And the catcher, the guy's making diving catch, and he's like, caught. <laughs> <laughs> he's just so good. I'm a major league. Yeah, if you guys want to get in the baseball spirit, watch major league one and two. Don't pay any attention to three because it doesn't have any of the same characters. I don't remember three. Yeah, at all. like I, I watched don't. it. I saw it once and I don't remember it. Pretty sure Ricky I think Vaughn it had. It. No, it had. It just had the manager Lou. I don't think it had no, Jake. Lou's not in two or three. No, Lou's. It's only um. Dorn. Not Dorn. Oh, um, Jake Taylor. Jake Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think he, going yeah, he goes. He goes and manages a minor league team. Yeah. Yeah. Don't watch three. But yeah, if you guys want to get in the baseball mood, watch Major League One and Major League Two. They're both just such a good movie. So good. So good. What? Where? Where did he come from? California Penal League. It's Ricky Vaughn. Dude, yeah, the Wild Thing. Wild Thing is an iconic movie character. Just yep. hearing Wild Thing coming out of the bullpen. Pedro Serrano taking the the um. Golf club covers and putting it on his bat hats yep. for bats. <laughs> the uh, the owner who wants to move the team from Cleveland down to Florida, she just wants them to lose and they just start winning. Yep, one, so of, the, one, of, one of the better villains of a baseball. Oh movie. yeah, oh yeah. I think she's like the only villain of a baseball movie. Yeah, unless you, unless you count Hercules the dog. From yeah, Tampa. I, I was I was gonna say there's not a lot of villains in baseball movies other than like the opposing team. Yeah, the opposing team. And it's usually always the Yankees that are mm. the villains. Not in um, Rookie of the Year, it's the Mets. Of the year is the Mets. Uh, I think Major League One is the Yankees. Major League Two is the White Sox. Yeah. Moneyball is the Yankees. I'm pretty sure. No, it's the Royals. Yeah, money. Yeah, Moneyball. Well, I only know if there's villains in them. Because it's about the fifty. The the win streak. It's the twenty-two game win streak. Yeah. Twenty-one game. I almost said fifty-two win games. Moneyball is a solid movie. That's a my. That's a my honorable mention. That's why I mentioned it. Yeah. Brad Pitt and Jonah Hill are both very good. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh man, now I just want to play baseball. I know. I miss baseball. And so hopefully hopefully by this time in twenty days, twenty two, twenty three days <laughs> we'll be watching baseball. I'm keeping my fingers crossed, man. I'm I'm really Yeah, it's about like, three weeks to the day that the podcast comes out. So three weeks to the day tomorrow. Twenty one days. Yep. Thursday, so, July twenty third, I believe. If there is hopefully there is, if there is baseball, maybe we'll do like a a baseball, another baseball episode where we're watching what's happening during the games and shit like that. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out. Oh, welcome back to baseball. Yeah, welcome back to baseball. We but, also got uh, the NBA, NBA and NHL coming back this month, but we'll talk about yeah. those at another time. Well, yeah, we'll see if any of them actually do come back too. But yeah, here's hoping. Here's we need it. We need something. Real quick, did you see the NBA bubble in Orlando is going to cost the NBA 150 million dollars? Really? Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. Well, Stephen A. Smith put up the best point ever. Do you think they're going <laughs> to yeah. socially distance with strippers? Do you, think all, do you think all these players are really going to socially distance with all the clubs they got down in Orlando? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. So dumb. Oh, man. Stephen A. Smith, if you ever want to be a guest on this podcast, just let us know. <laughs> yeah. Send us an email. <laughs> uh, Nick, if people want to talk to you about the upcoming baseball season and uh, why you think the Yankees are going to win the World Series, where do they go? Uh, go to Twitter, N-I-C-K-A-0-2-3. You can also find that on Instagram. Hell yeah. If you guys want to talk to me about the Mets and why it's so painful to be a Mets fan, hit me up on Twitter, at Amazing Asthmatic. 
uh, also on Instagram, at Amazing Asthmatic. I'll list those in the show description like I always do. Uh, remember, you can catch the show every single Thursday. If you want to send us topics to talk about, hit us up on Twitter at bros underscore talking. Shoot us an email at bros at gmail.com. Or hit us up on Instagram at bros talking with no underscore. Nothing else going to do it. See ya. Twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic. Don't forget about that too. All right, bye. Go Yankees. <laughs>